Welcome to the Live Fit Listens podcast, a safe space of growth, personal development, and overall wellness with your host, Olivia Catania. Diving into the realms of all things health, conscious living, mental expansion, and much more, this podcast is designed to help you evolve into your best self and live fit. Let's get into the show. Hi, you guys. What's up? Welcome back to the Lift Fit Listens podcast. Today, we're on episode 92. Thank you guys so much for tuning in this week. I hope you guys are doing really well. I'm super excited for this episode just because I feel like this is going to be a really good message and I'm hoping it's going to expand your awareness, like make you look at things differently and help you kind of have a change of perspective. I have a little candle here next to me and it's a good vibes candle. And I'm seeing that there's like a crystal in there. It's obsidian. And I'm seeing it finally starting to poke through. That's kind of a side note. But I noticed that when I started filming and I'm excited that it's coming through. So for my gratitude for today, I am really have been feeling thankful for my like day to day freedom. I do work entirely for myself. And so Yes, there's times where I feel very stuck and feeling like I'm not succeeding or feeling like things aren't going my way. But at the end of the day, I do have this sense of freedom every day where like I could completely change what I'm doing tomorrow from what I'm doing today, or I can try something completely new, or I could start something else. I could go somewhere. So I just have really been feeling thankful for the freedoms, the freedom that I have uh, in my everyday And just truly the ability to do whatever feels right for myself that day. And so sometimes, yes, with that, it's like a double-edged sword because it's like you almost have too much freedom and flexibility that could also be overwhelming because you have like so many decisions and so many possibilities. But on the contrary, it can be very freeing and it can give you the space to be able to feel what's right and to make good decisions. So I've been feeling more so on the other side of that coin where I've been feeling like I have the space and the privilege to shift and pivot in however which way I like and I've been very thankful for that lately. Also, before we get into the episode, I did have a meeting recently with Trover Trip. And if you don't know, Trover Trip is the company that I'm working with to help me put on my retreat in Bali. And I've been kind of making my rounds on my platforms to make this known to you guys. But I wanted to let you know that there is a payment plan available in order to pay your ticket. So previously, the way it would work is that you would need to pay only 25% of the ticket price in order to secure your spot. But then by the time the trip date actually rolls around the ticket needs to be paid in full. But now with the payment plan option, you can choose between six, 12 and 18 months to be able to pay off your ticket. So let's say you want to book right now. Your ticket doesn't even need to be paid in full for you to come on the trip. You can book the ticket now. And let's say you choose the 18th month plan. You wouldn't have to pay the ticket in full. It wouldn't need to be paid off until 18 months from this point forward. So I think it's a really huge, great news because it definitely relieves some of that stress and you need to come up with the money on a shorter term. Like now you just have more time to slowly pay off that ticket so it doesn't need to seem as much of a burden all at once. I'm just super excited about this because I definitely have received quite a few messages from you guys saying that you're wanting to go but the money is a problem or you're trying to save up money and enough time but this gives you more time to do so. So I just wanted to push that to you guys if you are interested in the Bali retreat there now are payment plans available so the ticket does not need to be paid in full at the time of the trip start date. You can choose between 6, 12 and 18 months to pay it off. And I will also have the Bali trip page 
link down below. We have a lot of fun activities planned on the itinerary of waterfall hikes, Balinese cooking classes, snorkeling, but then I'm also hosting workshops where we're going to be doing a lot of woman circles where there's a lot of support group there, where we're going to be journaling, meditating together, doing our affirmations, practicing gratitude, having a group workout. So it's a really great way, especially for someone who has kind of those goals coming up in the new year to maybe travel more or make new friends or do more self-expansion or do more personal development work or get out of your comfort zone more. Like literally this is the perfect way to hit all of those boxes for the new year, for your new year's goals. And it's also a great time because we're getting into holiday season with gift giving and all of that, a great thing to do is maybe ask for some financial support from loved ones if they want to kind of help pay, you know, pay some money towards paying off your ticket. That's also a great idea. So it's a great time now to kind of take advantage of that as well to receive some financial help from loved ones if they're willing to do that. Even if it's like 50 bucks that they're throwing, it's still something to help you pay off your ticket. So if this is something you really want to do, that's also a good idea to turn to some loved ones during this time and have that kind of be your Christmas present or part of your Christmas present. To help you pay off your retreat ticket. So if you have any questions, of course, my DMs are always open. I've been going back and forth with some people um, just to help cure any curiosity or answer any further questions. So I'm always available. My Instagram is at livefit, of course, if you don't already follow me there. But without further ado, let's finally get into the good stuff of this podcast episode. So I kind of wanted to start off this epi with a little bit of an exercise. I want you guys to think of your dream self in your dream life. Like, what does she look like? How does she act? What is the dream life? Like, what's the day-to-day, okay? Once you kind of have that visual, what do you think her daily habits are? What do you think are part of the daily habits that come with your dream life? What do you think are the daily habits that come with you being your best self? Like, what is she doing on her day-to-day to help to upkeep this higher best self and what does she do on the day-to-day to upkeep this dream life that she's living? And now I want you to ask yourself, of course, also, if you want to pause me and like journal along with this, this is also a great journaling exercise. So once you have those daily habits set, now I want you to ask yourself how many of those habits that you think your best self is doing to live her best life, how many of those habits do you think that you're consistently doing? And I want you to be honest with yourself. Like how many of those habits do you feel like you're consistently doing in your day-to-day today? And then the next question I want you to ask yourself, is your environment supporting those habits that your best self living your best life would be doing? So a few examples of this, what I mean, let's say your goal, you want to be someone, you want to be a reading girly, okay? Whether it's fiction, self-help, personal development books, let's say you want to be a reading girly. If your goal is to read every morning, is your book on your nightstand ready for you to go when you wake up in the morning so it's right there to grab it? Or is your book shoveled away somewhere downstairs under the couch on some random bookshelf in your bag that you took to the coffee shop the other day? What are you doing to try to support that habit of reading every morning? I promise I'm going to have a point to this, so just stick with me for these examples. Another example, if your goal is to start to drink more water, right? Are you filling up your water the night before so it's ready to go the next day so you can start drinking water right away? Or is your water bottle constantly empty? Do you not even have a designated water bottle? Are you trying to drink out of glasses when you know you work better when you drink with a straw, etc.? If your goal is to meditate, right? Do you have a designated meditation setup ready to go? Do you have this area that you have that connotation with of like, this is a safe space, this is a space for quiet, peace, calm, stillness? Or are you trying to meditate and you don't even know where your yoga mat is or you don't even know what music that you like to use or your headphones aren't there? 
there or your crystals aren't there. Anything that helps you kind of get in that mental routine to give you that mental cue that it's time to meditate. Like, do you have some sort of system in place to set yourself up for a good prosperous meditation session? If your goal is to eat healthier, right? Is your kitchen cleansed of the foods that don't support your goals? Or do you have countless, countless packaged products and chips in your cupboard and pantry? Do you have jars of candy on your countertop, right? Or do you have actual fresh fruits and veggies, high quality meat in your fridge? My point with this is that a lot of times we think it's like a lack of willpower or discipline that's keeping us from being our best self or living our dream life, right? We, a lot of times we like think it's an us problem. Like we beat ourselves up. Like I'm just not that person. I'm just not disciplined enough. I just don't have enough willpower, right? I'm not dedicated enough. But what if a big part of your lack of adherence to your goals to be your best self and live your dream life, a, what if a big part of that actually had everything to do with simply your environment, the environment that you're living in, the environment that has been set up around you? Because I would go on to bet a lot of money that our environment is actually one of the biggest dictators of either our success or failure when it comes to our adherence, our consistency, and our follow through and perseverance with these healthy habits that we're trying to pursue. So instead of going right away and beating yourself up if you're not the person you want to be or you're not taking care of yourself in the way you want to, instead of beating yourself up and saying it's a me problem, like I just will never be able to be that person because I don't have those traits, instead of beating yourself up and thinking it's something that's so out of reach, how about instead look at your environment and figure out how can I actually make my environment the most prosperous it can be to support my goals in the best way so it's almost harder for me not to follow through with my goals because my environment is setting me up for so much success. I kind of feel like, okay, this is going to be a weird example. I'm picturing in my brain like a baby a child, if you're trying to like lead them somewhere, it's like you try to just kind of give them a path to follow through. You want to mitigate as many distractions as much as possible so that they don't kind of get distracted, want to veer off the path, go grab that candy cane or go look at something sparkly. It's like you want them to just focus on the end game and you try to get them to stay on that path. It's what I'm, it's the same thing that I'm picturing with our environment. It's like we have so many constant distractions in our environment all the time. That's what's more often than not what is derailing us from being our best selves and following through on our habits. So if we can do what we can to mitigate those distractions, it gets to the point where it's almost easier to follow through on our habits and goals than it is not. So for example, it's like if I want to start my day by reading and not going on my phone, if I intentionally plug my phone in a whole other room to charge for the night or it's across my room so I can't be in my bed while I'm on my phone and I actively place my book on my bedside table rather than my phone, when the morning comes around, it literally takes more energy, more effort to get up out of bed to go get my phone to then go scroll on social media media than it is for me just to roll over and grab my book and start reading. And so it's kind of the same thing. It's literally less effort. If I fill up my water bottle the night before and it's literally right next to me on my bedside table when I wake up, it's so much easier for me to grab it and start drinking water rather than me going downstairs and starting to make my coffee and having that be the first thing that I make that day. I don't drink coffee, but I'm just using it for a example. I've never liked coffee. I don't really like the smell. My sister Sophia has loved it since she was like 
14 and I just never could get behind it. Side note. But I'm just saying it's like these are small things that we could do that literally make it easier for us to stick to our goals rather than not. And it sounds crazy because we think when we're forming new habits or trying to do different, put new systems in place, that is what seems usually like the biggest bear. Like that seems like the harder option. But really, it's only our environment that's making it the harder option because our environment is attuned to our old self and the way we used to live. So it's like if you want to be your better self or helping yourself like improve your habits, you need to upgrade your environment. If you want to upgrade the person you are, if you want to upgrade the habits you have, if you want to upgrade the way you care for yourself in your life. And when you do attune your environment to the goals that you want to achieve or the habits that you want to set in place, it literally is the easier option to follow through on those goals rather than not. Kind of another similar thing. It's like if you want to go to the gym and your gym bag is nowhere to be found, you haven't pulled out your clothes for the day. It's like it's making it so much harder for you to adhere to those goals because now there's more action steps needed that that are needed to be taken before you can actually take action on your goals. And if I've learned anything, it's that you need to try to minimize the amount of steps needed in between you and actually taking that action towards the goal because actually taking that first step of the action is always the hardest part. So it's like if you're trying to get to the gym and you still need to get out your pre-workout, you still need to pick your outfit, you still need to get your gym bag together, you still need to to put it in the car, you still need to find your shoes. It's like all of those are just all these extra steps that make it seem so much harder for you to actually get to the gym. But when it comes time for you to make the decision, right, if you didn't lay out any of those things or if you didn't do any prep or you, you didn't help yourself by setting up your environment beforehand to be prosperous, you're way more likely to not follow through on that because there's way more steps between you and the action. And so now it seems like an even bigger action, even a bigger bear because you have more steps to take. So when it comes to you trying to incorporate and like and instill new habits and stuff it's like you need to do what you can to make it the easiest possible for you to actually take that action step to then follow through so by you laying out your gym clothes by you having your pre-workout already laid out ready to be mixed by you having your gym bag pulled out with your shoes already in it it's like your 10 step process that used to be needed to get yourself to the gym now shrunk down to a three to four step process making it seem way much more manageable and attainable and therefore way more likely for you to follow through same thing with reading, same thing with meditating, still same thing with journaling. It's like you need to understand and have some forward thinking. If you want to be someone to journal, your journal needs to be out in front of you. You need to be able to see it because that's what's going to help remind you, first of all. And second of all, it's going to be more in your space. So it's going to be easier just to grab the journal and go. And there's going to be less steps involved for you to actually need to go take that action. So sometimes it really isn't about the fact that you just suck or that you don't have what it takes to be disciplined or that you're not serious enough about your goals. Like at the end of the day, another thing I want to say, willpower is more so like a mental muscle. And so so if you are trying your best to make these decisions for the benefit of a future you, right, all day, by the end of the day, if your environment, like if you're in the kitchen and you just have a bunch of food that is not supporting your goals or you just have your TV there that's so easy for you to click on the remote and just start watching TV, it's like... At some point, your willpower is going to give out on you. And it's not necessarily a you problem. It's again, it's human nature, right? And so that's why you doing these things to help set up your environment for success. It basically inevitably helps you adhere more. And it also helps to kind of pick up the slack when your willpower is down for the count a little bit because you literally don't have another option. And I guess sometimes I could seem strict, but I do think it goes so far and it helps so much with actually that adherence because at the end of the 
the day, like we're human. Like, like I said, with our ego, our egoic mind, it always wants to choose what's comfortable and what's familiar, what's safe. So it's like, if you're trying to evolve and change your reality and change your day to day and embody a, a new persona, a more evolved you, right? It's like, you need to try to have as helpful of moving parts as possible and just being human. Like I'm saying, like eventually we're going to kind of slip up a little bit. So it's only makes sense to do what you can to also have your surroundings help you set you up for success in the best way possible. There are so many people that have great, honest intentions that are truly trying to better themselves and evolve and improve, but it's like they're wasting. And I purposely say wasting kind of so much time because they're simply just constantly working against their environment. So it's kind of like you're driving your car and you're just actively chose the least aerodynamic car possible. It's like, how is that going to help you with your goal to get from point A to point B fastest? It's kind of the same thing. It's like we have these goals, but yet we're choosing the most inefficient tool possible to try to get us there. And in this case, it's our lack of intentionality when it comes to designing our environment for success. And the environment goes so far to help us actually embody our quote unquote best self and to live our best life. And I think it all just like perfectly so seamlessly goes together. It's like, if you want to live a better life, you need to become a better you. You need to become the version of you that lives your life. And in order to become that different version of you, you need to look at the habits that you have in place. And in order to have those different habits, you need to look at the systems that you have in your life that you're pursuing and taking action on. And in order to develop those prosperous systems, you need to be looking at a prosperous environment in order to create the space for those proper prosperous systems to be taken action on. So it's like beautifully all connected. And so I guess my point with this podcast episode is that it's not all about these decisions on the day-to-day moment-to-moment basic basis. It's like you can do so much on the subconscious scale that helps with also mitigating decision fatigue because that's a huge thing also when it comes with evoking change. That's a big thing that happens is decision fatigue. So by you really customizing an intentionally designing your environment, you take one of those layers away and it makes it so much easier on the unconscious subconscious level for you to be able to take action without needing to have all of these distractions or fighting against your own environment. So I guess my last little journal prompt that I have for you guys is I want you guys to think and be really honest with yourself. And I want you to think of all areas of your living space. I want you guys to ask yourself, how can I design a more prosperous environment that's aligned with my goals? You know, is that rearranging your bedroom so that you have a bin next to you of your books and your journal and your agenda or whatever the case may be? Is that you redesigning your desk where you do your work, right? In your study or your office area? You know, are you putting your desk by a window because you know that you work better because you're more in inspired when you're able to look out the window and see the blue skies or see sunshine or you get inspiration by being able to look outside or for you is that super distracting for you when you don't get any work done so you need to turn your desk away from the window right do you need to go into your kitchen and kind of revamp the food options that you have there do you need to set up redesign your system for getting yourself to the gym right do you need to have a designated spot now by the door for your gym bag so it always all stays together next to your gym shoes it's like things like that will go so, so far to help take away so many of the interim steps from getting you from point A to point B to actually be taking action 
on the goal or the new habit that you have in place. And that is the hack code to really everything in life. It's like you want to try to do things that have the biggest reward with the least amount of effort. And that starts with designing an environment. So you're already starting hitting the ground running or you're already starting three steps ahead because you already mitigated that initial chachi busy work because you actually set up your environment in an optimal way. I promise you guys, I really, really, really urge you guys to journal on this episode and actually take action on this episode and really make a change in your environment. And I promise you in the matter of weeks, honestly, probably that same day, you're going to be like, wow, that was so much easier for me to actually adhere to my goals. I'm already living such a better life because of simply I shifted my environment around. It goes so far. So for the affirmation for this episode, I have, I set myself up for success with the intentional design of my environment. I set myself up with the intentional design of my environment. I also want to remind you guys again about that Bali retreat. That link will be listed down below, either in the show notes or in the description box, depending on if you're watching on YouTube. Thank you guys so, so much for watching. I really appreciate your guys' support. It means the world to me. If you're looking for a way to support this podcast in a way that is completely free to you, you could either screenshot this, post it on your story, or share it with a friend or a loved one for them to listen as well. Or you could leave a rating and review. I love reading the reviews and I love seeing the ratings that keep going up. It really means the world to me and it all just helps helps this podcast grow and reach more people and impact more lives, which is always my goal. So I really appreciate you guys. I'm sending you guys so much love and hopefully I will see you in the next episode. Peace out.